This is episode 58 with the Alligator Wrangler, Carrie Vanston. Welcome to Pencil Leadership. My name is Chris Anderson, success and lifestyle coach, and this show is to help you begin building a life of fulfillment and to leave a positive mark on the world. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Now take out your pencils and let's begin. You guys are in for a treat today. We have an amazing guest. Uh, it's Carrie Vanston. She is the Alligator Wrangler. Uh, now, she works with organizations and people to help them escape the alligator pit of stress and frustration and move from that to energized growth mindsets overflowing with opportunities. Now, she's also been a co-author of the award-winning book, Mini Trends, and her article, Seven Tips for Getting Out of the COVID-19 Alligator Pit, recently appeared in the prestigious Texas CEO Magazine. So Texas Magazine, you know it's got to be big. So uh, she's also an Energy Leadership Index Master Practitioner, an IPC Certified Professional Executive Coach, uh, and an accredited ICF Coach. So uh, Carrie, welcome to Pencil Leadership. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah, so, so happy that you're here to share. Uh, but first, before we dive, in, dive into what the Alligator Wrangler is, how did you get to becoming the Alligator Wrangler? What's a little bit about your story? <laughs> that is a great story. That is a great question, and I will definitely answer that. But let me back up just a little bit. Uh, I worked for a technology forecasting company for a long time. And what we found was that people didn't just want to forecast the future. They actually wanted to, to create their future. So we came up with a best, uh, list of best practices that help people do that to find small trends that were going to become important and then grow their companies or start companies around those trends. That became a book called Mini Trends. It won a couple of best book awards. And uh, we started doing consulting around it and we did a seminar around it and you know, coaching around it. But what I found over time was that that there was just a lot of people really miserable, especially in the, uh, the corporate world because they just didn't have the opportunity to, to use their creativity and their innovation and their imagination because their organizations had such a fixed mindset. Mm. So it was, uh, let's just do it the way we've always done it. Right. You know, this is the way we've done it. Just do it and just shut up. Right. <laughs> So I, I really wanted to help them. And so I started getting really interested in, in culture, in corporate culture, business culture, really particularly in conscious uh, capitalism that, you know, is really about just not being about uh, the, the money, just about the stockholders, but actually being about the stakeholders, especially the employees. And so I started really helping uh, people with, uh, with organizations with that, which I loved. But what I found over time that if you didn't change the mindset Mm. of the leaders and the managers and the employees that it was like putting band-aids because <laughs> you know you would change something but if the foundational thought wasn't yep. changed it really didn't change it in the long run so i i started getting really frustrated and i started like feeling horrible and fixed mindset like oh i can't help these people what am i going to do and I, I just started really getting down too yeah so then I, I did a, a nine-month uh, executive coaching program, and I just really learned like the techniques and the methodologies to actually help myself and help other people get out of that fixed mindset and move on to those energized mindsets. And when you get into those energized mindsets where you've got that energy going, you've got the, suddenly the opportunities, the creativity, uh, you know, all that stuff that really 
connects you to those big ideas happen when you move out of that, those lower, you know, fight and flight energies, compromise energies, you, you pop up to those higher levels that suddenly things start connecting and start flowing. So yeah, I, it was really exciting that I, you know, yeah. had these techniques and methodologies. But, what, but one of the first uh, people that I was working with, he came to me uh, right after that and he came to me and said, well, Carrie, you know, I, I'm just, can you help me? I've got this list of to-dos this long. Things are coming, falling through the cracks. I'm afraid something really serious is going to fall through the cracks. I, I've got this budget. I can't seem to stay in my budget. I have, this dead, I have deadlines. I'm, not, I'm worried I'm not going to get the deadlines taken care of. I'm just terrified I'm going to fail. My wife is pissed because I never come home for dinner on time. Yep. And, and he said, you know what? I just feel like I'm in an alligator pit. Uh, uh, <laughs> I said, it. alligator pit, alligator pit. I can totally, I can totally relate to that. Where, you know, something's going on with me or something's going on with my client or my family. You know, how do you get, how do you get out of that? Yeah. So uh, I said, you know what? No worries. I can get you out. I can keep you out and I can move you on. And I did. And that's when I became the alligator wrangler. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so you're taking all these things that come at us in business and in life and, and you're, you're getting rid of them. You're helping us get out of that pit and kind of level up in our lives and our mindsets and things. Exactly. That's exactly. Awesome. I and love there's, it. You know, it's really wonderful because there's some really intentional, conscious ways that we can do that. There's really ways that, and, and, the, and the best leaders, and we're all leaders in one way or the other, as you well know, Yeah. Uh, with all the work you do, uh, but you know, we're, whether we're leading our uh, families, whether we're leading our you know, communities, whether we're leading our companies, uh, wherever you know, we practice our religion or whatever, yeah. uh, or just getting ourselves out of bed, <laughs> <laughs> moving on <laughs> to you know, what you're gonna do that day. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I love the imagery too with that. I love like, cause that's something very visible. Like you can picture a bunch of alligators coming at you. I picture personally, cause I'm, I'm an, you call me a nerd, whatever, Indiana Jones, as you can see him hanging off um, that rope bridge with rocks falling and all these alligators beneath them. And like, <laughs> he's holding on for dear life. And uh, if you fall, you're just going to get devoured. And so like you're holding on by, by a thread trying to get out and away from all these alligators around you. Uh, so I love the vis visualization with that. I think yeah, it makes yeah. it so real. I love that. So maybe I should uh, try looking at some of his imagery because uh, yeah, you, you think of him as, you know, like have you seen Indiana the alligator Jones? Have just you, over it. Have you, have you seen Indiana Jones? <laughs> yes. Okay. The temple of doom is what I'm talking about. So Oh, I've yeah, got to take I, another look at that. I've got to take another look yeah. at that. <laughs> so, but no, so, so you, I think you have, what, is it three kind of secrets to help people get out of this alligator pit that they could be in? Yeah, 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 I sure do. Uh, this, the secrets are, you know, how to get out of the alligator pit by, uh, uh, by thinking differently, by changing your core thought. And the second one is staying out of the alligator pit mm. by communicating for true win-win. And then the third one is, um, moving on from the alligator pit by really awesome. embracing uh, your leadership uh, impact, being more impactful as a leader. So gotcha. those are kind so, of the three, three ways. Huh? Yeah, I love that. So how does everyone know that they're in an alligator pit or is this something that some people are unaware of? 
I would say most people know that they're stressed out. Yeah. <laughs> and you're frustrated because, you know, it's like, That's you know, true, all day long we have the expectations, yeah. frustrations, the personalities, and they're all kind of snapping at us. So on a, in, a, in a smaller version, you know, something small could be something little, but on mm. a larger version, it could really start taking over your life. True. Uh, so um, the, the being able to change that mindset on on the smaller ones, but you know, particularly on the larger ones, yeah. uh, like like for example, one uh, one person I was working with, um, she had just gotten uh, a great job. She just gotten a promotion uh, to an executive position. Okay. And she was just really having a hard time because before she had been working with a small group of people and you know established clients, but now she was going to have to work with with um, you know, a, a lot more people underneath her, but she was also kind of one of the faces of the company now where she had to go out and get clients and she had to go out and get sponsors. And I, she was stressed out because the workload was more, she was really kind of scared of failing, but the big deal was that she was really having a hard time with the networking because she mm. felt like, you know, at first she thought, oh, well, you know, networking would be great. I'll, you know, have free drinks. I'll go out and get free food. <laughs> I'll have fun. But then once the reality set in, she realized that, you know, it would probably be at night. It was almost always at night. She often didn't know anybody. And um, she didn't know anybody. And uh, that often, uh, what was the, the main thing was that she just felt like it was really salesy. You know, uh, she was like, you know, she, she had an agenda now. She had to get people to do something, you know, yeah, like this. Right. And, you know, she said she'd just like drive to these things and she'd just be clutching her steering wheel like this, just wishing, mm. uh, did I leave the dog out? Oh. You know, uh, did I yeah. forget to lock the door? Yeah. And, and then she told me, you know, well, the first time we met, she said, yeah, you know, I walked into this place and it was just like, I knew no one. And all I wanted to do was like drift into the wallpaper, just disappear and, <laughs> I finally found somebody and I glommed onto them and I just stayed with them the whole night. And then, you know, I made a beeline for the door the moment I had a chance, but what she, but she, what she didn't do is she didn't do her job. She mm. was supposed to, to meet people. Yeah. And you know, it was, it wasn't surprising because she was just, she was stuck in an alligator pit, you know, yeah, and with all the stresses. And, yeah. So, so like with that, the stress of networking with, and having to go out and, and all that. So would the alligators in that sense kind of be like all the things that she could have forgot at home and then the stress of having to talk to new people that she didn't know at night. So all of those kind of tied into being alligators, correct? Yes. Okay. She, was out. she was basically the whole, the whole situation and the pieces leading up to it, it caused an alligator pit that she really needed to get out of. Gotcha. And so, the reason why she was in an alligator pit was because her core thought was really negative. Her core thought okay. was um, that networking was fakey and awful. And so mm -hmm. her emotion was being miserable and her action was to hide out in the corner behind the potted plant. Gotcha. So okay. you got to act, you have a core thought, which yep. leads to an emotion, which leads to an action. If you change that, you can change any of those things, but if you want to be sustainable, you've got to change that core thought. Okay. And that's and part of the first one is how to, to get out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So in her case, you know, we looked at her value in the situation. What value do you have that you can offer? And yeah. when I say value, I mean, uh, what have, what do you know? What do you, uh, you know, your, your schooling, your education, the seminars you went to, all those, those things about life that, you know, we learned the hard knocks, mm -hmm. you know that you actually 
you know, know that you can apply to things. And for her, she said, well, you know, I know all the resources in town. I know everybody, you know, as far as resources go, I could help them with resources. And then if they needed more help, I could say, well, you know, let's make an appointment and we can talk further and then get them in the office. Mm. And so she started feeling better about that because there's only a certain, you know, with the mindset, there's only a certain amount you can put in your brain. If you focus on something positive, then suddenly it blocks out that nervousness and, and that, uh, that, that, those negative alligators and that negative fixed mindset. Uh, so that was one thing we worked on. And another thing we worked on was path strings. And, um, this is just a great thing is, you know, to really be thinking about, you know, what's your, when in a circumstance in the past, did you use your qualities? Mm. And this is, I'm talking more about your personality, uh, your, uh, your stubbornness, your resilience, you know, how did you use that in a similar case in the past that you can bring to the future. Okay. In, in her case, uh, she had, uh, she'd gone to a, a St. Patrick's day party the year before she said, and she said, you know, I, I, I kept making jokes about this really funny centerpiece with these little leprechauns <laughs> leaping around. And, you know, I was picturing in my mind, it was really funny when, you know, I started laughing too. And she said, you know, I made two really good contacts that night. And, you know, they were really actually, they kind of led to my promotion as a matter of fact. Uh-huh. And I said, well, what strength, past strength did you use there? And can you guess? Humor. Her sense of humor. And what's the first thing that goes down the tubes when we're nervous and, you know, stressed out? Our sense of humor. So we came up with, you know, what what a couple of stories you could tell when you first introduced to to somebody, maybe a couple of jokes that you could bring in. So, you know, just to kind of calm her down and let that sense of humor come out in an intentional way. Mm. So that's why I, I really intentional is so important because when we're yeah. in the heat of the moment, when we're, when we're in that alligator pit, when we're in that fixed mindset where all you can think of is that tunnel vision, if you have ways that, you know, you've already set, okay, this is what I'm going to yep. do. You, then you can go back to those and you could drag yourself out in an intentional way or, or better yet, you can sure. stay out, which we'll talk about too. Yeah. Uh, so that just gave her, uh, that gave her a way to kind of like stay on top of things. And then we also set goals for her where, um, you know, she would go to uh, twice a week. She kind of committed to going to an event. Okay. She'd approach two people she didn't really know. And then she would try not to leave until she had at least, at least one, preferably two appointments and then the accountability piece, you know, each week she kind of, you know, tell me, okay, this is, this is how successful I was around my goal. And I really think uh, that, that, that this really important having an accountability person, whether it's a coach like me yeah. or a friend or a coworker or, you know, even a, even a journal where you're journaling and keeping track, but something to kind of keep you a little bit accountable but when you start putting this stuff together, and, and one of the things I, I really, uh, t- getting off a little subject a little bit with yeah. the goals, what I would have her do is, um, it's really important, what you can do is you can really kind of like figure out what you, your goal might be. In her case, it was gotcha. to be feeling comfortable. So she would have that, what about, you know, she would have it written down. I'd say, you know, look at that every night. You know, you feel comfortable out with other people. And then feel how that would feel. So you close your eyes and you say, well, how would that feel? Oh gosh, when have I been felt comfortable with people, you know, and networking. Okay. 
I can I can see that and it feels great. Yeah. <laughs> so you feel great now and you feel great in the future. And so your conscious is a law of attraction, which I'm sure yeah. a lot of your, your guests talk about. You set something up for yourself and then you increase that by feeling it. And it's just a lot more likely to happen. And if it doesn't happen, then something similar or something close mm. is going to be a lot closer than if you're thinking about something completely off, yeah. you know, off, off what you really want. Yeah. So the more you can set those goals and then feel them and practice them, the more likely, you know, you're going to get what you want. And in her case, she uh, started really enjoying, you know, she'd come in and say, yeah, you know, I actually had a good time last night. I, <laughs> I'm getting to meet friends, you know, they're yeah. giving me referrals and, and she actually got a raise not too long afterwards. That's so. awesome. Yeah. And so I think that's so key, like to get out of this alligator pit, to get out of all that that's going on is, is like you said, thinking differently mm-hmm. and changing that thought process and, and then incorporating feelings with those thoughts um, because that puts a whole nother dynamic on it for change and for growth. And uh, so I, I, that's, that's awesome. I think that's huge in, in so many regards um, change our thinking to get out of whatever situation that's not really what we want to be in. Intentionally sure. too. Yes. So intentionally, instead, yes. Of, instead of reacting, yeah. which is what we often do instead being able to be proactive yep. and think, okay, this is what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> how do I, you know, how do I react proactively react so yeah. that I have control over the situation instead of the contr- the situation. From, True. Uh, and I think with practice, I think then that almost becomes reaction. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that, you know, that's perfect. Yeah. Intentionality. To take that, to take that step, a, a step further, Chris, is then you can start helping other people do the same thing. Yeah. Because you can look at them and say, oh man, they're poor dogs. <laughs> How can I bring it up? <laughs> right. No, that's perfect. And that's the only goal, right? To help other people with everything. So yeah, that's cool. as a so, leader, definitely. Yeah. So so thinking different, intentionally thinking different, attaching emotion with it, feelings, that gets us out. Now, how do we stay out so we don't fall back in uh to this alligator pit? And actually that was kind of what I just was starting to bring. You know, that yeah, that was what I was touching on just then when I said is getting the other person to reflect what yep. you truly want. So for getting out, for staying out, uh, what you want to do is you want to interact and communicate for true win-win. Mm. And what, what happens is we've been taught to compromise. We're always taught, oh, compromise is great. Oh, yeah, make it work out. You know, compromise. with compromise, we're really, everybody's not getting what they want. At least right. one person isn't getting what they yeah. want. And probably true. more. So if we can if we can change that thinking to win win because when when you have a win win you really connect to a higher intelligence you connect to that that creativity you connect to that intuition that visionary energy yep so if you as a leader and again you know we're all leaders if um, if we can help the other find out the other person's win in an intentional way. And then we, once we know their win, then we can take our own win, which we know, mm-hmm. and we can frame the two wins around each other, their win around our win, and then we create that win-win situation. Okay. And, and that's when things really change. 
Do you think that that's always possible? Do you think a win-win's always possible? If you approach it that way, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you might kind of think of uh, a win-win as um, compromises being, I win, and if you win, great, but I'm going to win. But if you really think I'm going to win and the other person's going to win and we're going to figure out a way. Now, it could be, it could be that if you intentionally really find out that the person is really toxic to you, mm. it might be your win is to get away from that person and their yeah. win is to get away from you. Yeah. And sometimes with the politics, right. <laughs> that's a good idea. Yeah. No, I was just interested. So, yeah, I think, I think that uh, definitely creating an environment where it's, it's best for both parties. Um, like for example, like when we're reaching out to clients and, and things, um, there are some obviously who don't do it this way, but connecting, figuring out what their problem is. And it, it's like, you're not going to go to chef and say, Oh yeah, I'll help you cook better. Uh, just because you're a coach, you know? Um, so that wouldn't be a win-win. So you'd be like, Hey, um, I could help you maybe with your mindset with your, in your business but I'm not going to be able to help you cook better. So they get a win because they don't get played and, and waste money on someone who can't help them. And they get help with mindset um, or getting out of the alligator pit from you and you get to help somebody. So that almost like changing the trajectory of what could be to a win-win. Is that tracking right? Uh, in that case, um, because like it, I mean, what I was saying, like the, the it, cook is winning uh, because he's yeah. learning how to he or she is learning how to uh, to be more satisfied, yeah. and fulfilled, and more successful with a coach helping. The coach yep. is getting a win because hopefully they're getting paid, but yeah, but 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 they're getting the satisfaction of helping this person. Whereas if if they go at it and get paid and they're saying, I'm going to help you cook. And then they end up, they don't know how to cook or really get them to that point. The cook's losing because they're not really getting good help, but the the coach is winning because they're getting paid. So that would be the wrong way to frame it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was just making sure. Yeah. So no, I, I that's good. So that's, you, yeah. You both. And, and it's, 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 it's like, um, I talk about it in, in love. Uh, love oh, I'm after, do I have a, let's see if I can find it real quick. You have different levels of, of I, I, I use a lot of, this nice. is an assessment that I give. And um, down here, you've got compromise. Down here, you have fight and flight. And the more you can push this win, this compromise to win-win, the more you get into this mm. visionary and the genius gotcha. uh, levels. Uh, but, um, you know, one, one of the guys I was working with, um, he's a, has a, a, a wealth management business. And he okay. was having a really hard time because... Um, a lot of his people were kind of arguing with him and, you know, the, the, the culture was just kind of getting, you know, kind of negative. Mm. And he was also having people feeling like they were, weren't doing a good job. They were worried and they were upset. And so anyway, he kind of brought me in to just kind of, you know, how do I bring this up to a growth? How do I bring, you know, our relationships up to a growth mindset so gotcha. that we can be more successful and really tap into you know, some of these higher uh, levels. And so the first thing we did was we looked at that. And I actually, that was his, uh, he had a lot of compromise. He had a lot of visionary because he had started this company and, you know, mm-hmm. he was growing the company, but as the company grew, 
he was getting a lot of that compromise energy where it wasn't that, you know, it wasn't positive. It was just like, oh, okay, well, we'll, we'll figure this out. And, you know, gotcha. he was getting, there was a lot of problems. So the first thing I did was I had him go out and really talk to every person and say, be curious about them and find out about them. Because what we really want to do is we want to connect with other people. We're wired as human beings. We want to be cared about. Yeah. And when companies don't care about their people, uh, they get they get disengaged. So I really wanted him to connect and you know ask questions about you know well what did you do this weekend? What are your dreams? You know and yeah really kind of find out about them. Cool. And uh, but but by using open ended questions because a lot yes. of times we ask a question like well are you happy with your job? Because <laughs> yes or no. But if you ask uh, what do you love about your job? Right. You know what would you like to do more of? And that's something we can all ask ourselves if we are kind of stuck in a job or if we're looking for a new job is what do I love about what I'm doing? Because mm-hmm. if you are kind of stuck in a job, like that, some of your audience members might be kind of feel stuck is asking yourself, okay, I like this little piece of it. I like the social, but maybe I, I like the part where uh, I, uh, maybe I like the part where uh, when someone has a birthday party, <laughs> you know, I, I, I organize it. Well, oh, yeah. maybe you could organize lunch and learns. Maybe that could lead to uh, maybe organizing uh, meetings. Maybe mm-hmm. that could lead to starting a conference with, for the company. Or maybe once you start really concentrating on the things you're good, good at and, yeah. and moving yourself into it, then when you apply for another job somewhere else, you can say, wow, you know, I could put that on my resume. I put right. together lunch and learns. I put yeah. together the birthday parties, I, you know. And then suddenly you're aiming. And again, it's like the goal setting. It's like, if I, if, if I want to be in a job where I can deal with, you know, have fun with people, how can I get there? You put it out there, you the feeling, and then you create the feeling in the present and then it connects. Connects, yeah. So, but, but anyway, the whole point uh, being too is, by being curious and asking open questions to his people, he got to know them better. Another thing, listening intuitively. So instead, I, you know, I would tell him, you know, well, look at their, look at their mannerisms, the tone yeah. of their voice, their energy that, you know, what kind of energy do you feel when they're talking? And, you know, it's like when you're, when you ask a question subjectively, if you ask, um, you know, what um, do, do you, do, do you, do you want to, do you want to buy this? Now that then that person says, no, I don't think so. Oh, let me tell you all the reasons. That's very subjective. It's all about me, me, me. Right. Uh, objectively, you could say, no, you know, are you interested in buying this product? And say, no, I'm not sure if I'm interested. Well, why not? Tell me all about the reasons why. So that's better, you know, at least yeah. you're getting their input. But if you can be in, if you can listen intuitively and ask, you know, well, I can tell something's bothering you about this. Can you kind of go more into it? And so you open the person up. And then you really start you know, finding out about the person. Okay, awesome. So anyway, the uh, the client uh, started doing this, and he he told me that he had one one person who came in, and he the guy was changing the app behind his back that, oh. that uh, my client had chosen for the company, and uh, the client was complaining, and so my client, my, you know, the, uh, the 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 person who had was running the company. He knew he had to call him in and normally he would have just chewed him out and maybe the guy would have quit and you know, right. been a big, big scene. Instead, he said, no, no, Carrie says there's always a win-win. You know, I'm going to bring him in. <laughs> so what's bothering you about the app? <laughs> you know, what's, <laughs> what's, what's going on with the client? 
by the end of the conversation, the guy had calmed down and, and he'd gotten some ideas about the app and uh, he didn't want the guy to quit. He really needed him. So the relationship improved and he started coming to uh, meetings and you know, being uh, not that black cloud, but you know, being a whole lot more positive. So, you know, it turned into a real win-win because he listened and showed interest. No, that's all. I love that. And, and that helps, I think. Yeah. So reflecting and framing it. So it's a win-win helps kind of keep you out of the the negativity because then you're having all that positive actions you're taking um, towards that. Um, And so from that, then it's moving out, right? Moving on. With the leadership aspect, yes, yes. Okay, so how does that work after after you've you've done these win wins, you've listened, uh, you choose the positive mental framework basically, and now you're moving out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is you know we uh, if you really want to inspire other people, you've got to be really clear. And all of this stuff is mm. about clarification. What do I yeah. really want? How am I going to interact? And then how am I going to lead? How am I going to get people to follow me? And how am I going to inspire myself? Because if you're really passionate about what you're doing, then people feel that. If you can find something unique about yourself, then you stand out. Yeah. And if you're really clear about your impact, then you can really change the way people think about it. Like for me, uh, my passion is that I really feel that people can be more fulfilled. People mm. can be more happy and they can be more successful. There's so many people that, you know, our life is short for heaven's yep. sakes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> enjoy it and have abundance. And so I, I, there's a lot about, you know, just being confident, you know, being, you know, choosing, choosing yep. abundance, choosing fulfillment, choosing these things that you can have a lot of effect on it. And a lot of people just don't know that because one, they're either too stuck right, and they need to be brought up some by somebody or by through a method, you know, different methods, or, uh, they just, uh, you know, they, they just, they're just going along and they don't realize that they can actually raise that to a higher level. So, you know, I just feel really passionate since I have the tools to do that, to, to help people do that and help them help other people. Yeah. And what's, what's unique is I do have these techniques and methodologies because I went through, you know, this amazing mindset program. And then my impact is I'm hoping, you know, to, to change the way people think so that com- change the way companies think so that they um, they have a more a culture that is more caring and um, conducive to helping all the stakeholders, whether mainly yeah. the employees, but also right. the community and the society and the world and, mm-hmm. and the stockholders too, because yeah, there's a know, ripple effect, I think. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, I so love that. I always tell people, you know, look and find out what your passion, uniqueness, your why's, why are you, why you're passionate, why you're unique and why you have an impact. And then other people will want to know your what, uh, one of my clients, um, his, he was real pat, he's building a, uh, a large, um, community center and he okay. was having a hard time buying in and it was like, well, what, what do you feel passionate about? And he said, well, I feel like millennials are kind of left in the cold that, you know, they seem successful, but they really don't have any place to connect. Hmm. So I want this community center to help them connect. And then what's unique is I wanted to have a very much of a, um, a digital imprint where I can connect them 
to our partner nonprofit partners in real time. So he was developing an app so that That's you know cool. they could come up, they could see maybe a kiosk or you know go on their uh, on the telephone and say, oh well, they need some help over there. I'm going to go right now. So that was kind of the unique. And then the impact was he really wanted to change the community for the better and, and have a model to show others. So, you know, he would go, he was, you know, now he, now he says, Solomar promotes joy, personal growth and social good. Awesome. And he goes out to his meetings and he says this and people, you know, he's kind of a, he's kind of a um, shy guy <laughs> and uh, not soft-spoken. I want to say soft-spoken. Mm -hmm. And he says that and he says it with determination <laughs> and people are like, well, what's that all about? Let me give you my email. Let me... <laughs> <laughs> Let me that's see what awesome. I can do for you. So, yeah. you know, it makes a difference. So I, that's what I would really strongly suggest is, you know, be clear about, um, you know, I know you have, what is your uniqueness, passion and impact? I know you have a strong one. Oh, pencil leadership. Uh, it's to impact <laughs> a million lives ultimately through helping people see their potential and see their worth as more than a title or label that the world puts on them. Huh? And how are you unique? How am I unique? Uh, uh, unique because I think we focus so much on the external, uh, especially in my, my millennial area. Um, and we, like you said, uh, we have that label of it all together being successful, but I think so many are dealing with that, that low self-worth, that low potential in themselves. Uh, mm -hmm. and they can't break through that fear because of just the programming, the, the mindset that we've been trained and taught for so long. Uh, so be able to take somebody through that uh, into their potential, um, I think, makes me unique. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I love your name, your name, the leadership oh, thing. Very leadership. Yeah, I appreciate leadership. that. I love yeah. that. Yeah, and of course, you're unique in that you're out there doing a podcast. So yeah. uh, there's so, a lot of other podcasters, of course, but there's also, it's a tough, tough uh, thing. So yeah, I, I think that makes me unique too, that you're really sharing. Absolutely. Yeah, sharing your insights and you're growing all the time. So that's very cool. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I love doing it. So it's really cool. Definitely. It, uh, isn't it true that people like really follow you because they feel that about you? They feel like, you know, yeah. you've got that. It, it's cool when I share that story. And when, when I share what pencil leadership is, people are like, whoa, I love that. Like, man, that resonates. And that that's cool. That's yeah, not, yeah, just yeah, because yeah. they hopefully take something from it. So, yeah, definitely. But I loved I loved these three 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 steps to get out of the alligator pit. I mean, how to get out, staying out, and moving out. All starting with our mindset and the choice, intentionality with it, and then framing a win win, and then leadership going forward, and and really kind of making a difference in that ripple effect from it, getting that clarification uh, in the journey. And I think a lot of people can look at this and take this information into any aspect, like you said, business, personal. Definitely. Um, and I, 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 there's so much good. And so I, I really appreciate you coming on uh, today and sharing this uh, with the audience and, and for those who watch it in the future. You're welcome. And it's interesting because it kind of comes from getting out is the personal part, the individual mm. part, and then staying out is the other people, you know, connecting to other people. And then the moving on is the whole audience yeah, bigger yeah so absolutely it's get bigger and bigger as you go up <laughs> absolutely i love it uh so where um before we go i i like to ask a couple questions but first off where can people connect with you um if they want to find out more about the alligator wrangler 
Uh, you can go to my website, carriefanston.com, but you can also look up the alligatorwrangler.com. They go to the Perfect. same place. Awesome. Uh, you're welcome to email me, Carrie, C A R R I E, at Carrie, C A R R I E, Vanston, V is in Victor, A N S T O N.com, Carrie Perfect. at carriefanston.com. And if you, if you want to reach out to me, I'd be happy to send you my 12 quick and dirty ways to get out of the alligator pit. Awesome. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that email and uh, the links will be in the show notes, guys. So you can check that out uh, and connect with Carrie. Oh, and um, one other thing. Yeah, Chris, um, I'm happy to offer a half hour free coaching session around an oh, alligator cool. pit they might be into. Awesome. So happy yeah, to that'd be that. great. And I do have a, 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 a program, a really wonderful intensive program and a premier program, 10 sessions that just will take you through these three things that they have worksheets one-on-one uh coaching and it's made to be fast and very effective and i'd love to in the assessment that i talked about this assessment yeah. is either standalone or part of that so oh. i'm happy to talk to people about that too yeah we'll have all the links here yeah we'll get the links to uh all that in the show notes for you guys to connect with her um, but before last question, this has to do with the pencil leadership, the last trait, and we're all created for a purpose, uh, to leave a positive mark. So when everything is said and done for you here on earth, what do you hope your mark is? Reset mindset. Reset mindset. I love it. I love it. So and also, it. yeah. See you later, alligator is another uh, good one. Perfect. <laughs> I love it. So Carrie, I thank you so much again for sharing those the three steps to get out of the alligator pit uh, and, and just reset your mindset. So I appreciate it. Thank you very much. No problem. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope it brought you value. If it did, leave a rating and review on whatever platform you listen to your podcast. This actually helps us get this in front of more people so we can leave a bigger mark. And then share this with someone, someone that it could bring value to so you can make a difference in their life as well. Now let's go out and be pencil leaders.